we're way ahead of the curve. We're so woke now, we're unwoke. <laughs> That's the only way. You believe you're woke, you're going to believe you're unwoke. You can't, you don't yeah. win in that slot machine. And that, that roulette doesn't win. If you think you achieve something, you believe you can lose it. And you are going to believe you lost it. Like maybe from second to second. So where can we place this incredible treasure where dust and moth cannot invade? Where, as Jesus supposedly said. And that I am, that's that sense of existence. There's the knowledge right above that, yeah? Which is that we try to impress it with the story. Are we ready? We started already. We, start, we try to impress it with that story of, uh, you know, when you go to work, do you forget that you have a place to live? You know, like if I wake up and I go to work and I get totally engaged at work, does that set off an incredible anxiety? I don't have a place to live. No, you know, I don't have to be in the house to know I have a house. This is important, yeah? Because people believe they've got to feel like they're in something to verify that they're not out of it. This is before that stuff, yeah? So there's a knowledge in us, not in me, in us, that rests on that I am, yeah? So whatever else is going on, yeah, it brings a, like a leavening agent to all that because I am, yeah? Just the fear that you're something else or you're never gonna be whatever, it's just, negates it with the ever-present I am. So this knowledge was like the one we always talk about at the Turkish rug and pull. I had a deep-seated knowledge that I had no place to live. <laughs> yeah, I was on a round-the-world trip with no place to actually live and walked into that beautiful rug emporium and they were the best salespeople I've ever seen. But I, it, they could have kept me there for four months. I wasn't going to break down and buy a rug because I hadn't, didn't, I knew with absolutely no doubt that I did not have an F-L-O-O-R. So it didn't matter because without a floor, <laughs> a rug has no fucking meaning. Yes, you can't wrap your, you know what I mean? And so they ran into this, this uh, very, disarming negation and they even try to try to talk to me well we can fold this rug up to the point you could put it in your backpack and then take it to your next de destination like Bangkok which is I'm going to really spread out an oriental rug in, in Bangkok it's like 110 degrees whatever so it didn't matter how long they had me how many rugs they showed me it nothing was going to break it because I had a, no, I had a knowledge. Just, I didn't read it in the book. I had a life experience that I had just woken up, let's say, or at this point, I hadn't had a house in quite a while. So I stayed in different places, which never really reached the level of a house. Yeah. So I lived like I was in a guest room all the time for years because I was moving, going east and then coming back here. And, you know, buy and maybe to seemingly make it look like a house, I buy some furniture at Salvation Army to convince me of that more feeling. But it was like a wandering. Yeah. And it was obvious. And this is the head. 
the head, you don't want the head to be on constant wander. It needs to rest, yeah? It needs a place where it can seemingly stop and put like all those head packages on the head down, yeah? And this is the I am. And the only way we seem to really, really get there is through I am not. Because if that which you're not doesn't get negated, it's going to take a journey, maybe a long arduous one, to try to, try to arrive at the I am. Because being Paul, there's not room to be two. Yeah, I'm either Paul or the I am, or Paul's going to become the I am which that's very suitable for Paul because Paul will be the dominant point all the way you're looking for the I am. Yes, you're, it's going to get it. The I am isn't going to reflect your original face. You're going to see your face in it because you're seeking it and actually you're looking with it. You're using what you're trying to find to find something. Yeah, don't you see the insanity of it? So this knowledge doesn't have an opposite. It isn't I am and I am not. But here in this world of opposites, we need to use this little methodology, which is negation, really. Because obviously, the fact is the fact, but it doesn't seem like it's the fact for many, many people. So they that's I don't I do not believe non-duality as a topic or as a presentation appeared before duality. There was no need for it. It's when duality started to happen, where we started taking ourselves to be something else, then there was a needed answer. Just like finally in this event of addiction and alcoholism, finally, finally, there was a solution dropped in. 1935, some dudes in New York got a download really, and they started passing it on and they found they could get out of that hopeless state of mind and body through a, a new condition called the spiritual condition, yeah? And then they, they emphasize service and all these things. And lo and behold, people who were hopeless cases of addiction got sober. It finally worked, there was a solution. And I remember there's a church we used to give talks at in the city and they had a, one of those uh, places you put a book on to read and they had a huge Bible there. And one night I decided to look at what page they were. They were on some Psalm of the Old Testament. And in that Psalm, they were singing the bitching of the of winos. They said, what are we gonna do with fucking all these winos? This is like in the Old Testament. There was no solution. It wasn't, they were getting lobotomized, put up in the attic, in the, your garage, Uncle Fred. Don't worry, it's just Uncle Fred, whatever. You know what I mean? Living on the Bowery or Skid Row, shit like that, being put in mental institutions. But suddenly there was a solution. Yeah. Hallelujah. And so was that solution not available? No. It was seen, it was always available, but it hadn't become available to us. Yeah. So here we are. Non-duality is always available. What the premise is, we are reality. That's the fact. Yet we need something to, it's like a little trick to undo the other trick. Yeah. You have to see what you're not to really get a sense of what you are. Trying to get a sense of what you are as what you're not hasn't worked. That's why non-duality arose. 
It did. It arose to be to provide a solution to like a, a stubborn aberr aberration where our logic doesn't get it. Our logic is based on an assumption without much investigation that I'm me, this, and I'm going to start every journey, even when it's about being from me. Well, you can start every journey from you, but not about me, because you will be taking the place of the being, and then being will be seen as some place to arrive at and having to take a huge journey, or there must be a lot of purification, whatever, for me to undo, which seems not to be able to be undone, to be what I truly am. Yeah, it can go on and on and on, which they discovered, and then suddenly non-duality, the idea of it dropped in as a way to combat this incredible, like, uh, aberrant that the head goes off on, yeah? And it's stubborn because whatever situation you arrive at, it claims to be the one that's there. So even after an epiphany, which is a huge, it's not even a free sample, it's like an infomercial of what's actually going on, gets overrided as soon as there's a thought, hey, I'm having the epiphany, nudist the epiphany. Amazing. Why? Because we're bigger than any epiphany. So what we believe seems to be so. So when I believe I'm having an epiphany, the epiphany ends, obviously. And in a weird way, it's almost as the baton, there was an empty runner that was going to be passed to the epiphany baton. You go, oh, I had the epiphany. Now it's you. And now the epiphany sort of dead and you're running you know, seeking for the epiphany, yeah? And it keeps the race going on and on and on. You probably would have been better off if you hadn't seemed to have been uh, overridden by the epiphany because it's triggered this whole system. Just like when people believe as a person they woke up, they're gonna run into the belief that they're not awake again, sooner or later, unless they keep up an insane regimen of spiritually working out that's going to be written down by that which is playing God. You're going to have to be on the spiritual treadmill or whatever to keep the awakeness, yeah? That's not the awakeness. The awakeness is inherent fact. It's not built here. It doesn't end. It doesn't, it's not something you arrive at here. It's the basis of here, yeah? And we're a demonstration of it. There's seeing with no effort. Maybe unless you have bad eyes, but it wouldn't be the seeing that's bad, would it? That which is seeing wouldn't be bad. It may not, the vision may not be good because of the eye. Yeah. In other words, what the seeing is looking through may be broken, but that doesn't mean the seeing's broken. The seeing is coming through, no, no thought of effort. You're not having to work out. I don't go to seeing classes, you know. Oh, morning, so I can see really good today. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? It just doesn't. We take it for fucking granted, literally, really. And almost like the fish, in a way, is, a, is in a perpetual state of taking for granted the water until it finds itself on the deck of a ship. And then it's flopping like crazy because now its whole life was based on that, which it wasn't even noticing. When it was taken out of the water, it's going to be dead soon. Yeah, but here we are in this, this condition and you would think there's no way in hell anything could hide that. 
it's so fucking obvious. But the condition, if the condition can make a condition to check what condition you're in. So the condition it made is that you're a long lasting, independent, separate entity. It's not, didn't make it, it's dreaming it, yeah? And that seems to have been sufficient. It can withstand the reality of infinity and it's spun it in time. So for 80 years, I can seemingly forget what I am by the constant remembering of what I'm not. It seems you can. Now, the show's gonna die no matter what. Even if it was voted in for another year, it's gonna end at some point. The shenanigans come to a close. They, they don't go infinitely. They can only do their thing. Ultimately, it, it, it's gonna be canceled. No matter what it says, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll produce it. No, you're not. You're just, it's done. And I really feel it's like, like it never happened. So when, when you wake up in a sense from the dreaming, it's like it never happened. When you wake up as waking up, it's, it seems like it's always been happening. Yeah, I swear. When you wake up from the dreaming, it seems like fuck, nothing ever happened. When there's a sense of the I am, it's all there is. It's always been this way. Yes, it gives you immediately completely a different charge. The one charge is like, wow, it's like it never fucking actually happened. The other charge is it's always been this way. <laughs> you don't see it? The difference is monumental. That which doesn't, it, that which actually looks like it never happened to seem to keep appearing to be happening is a lot of work on our part, a whole lot. We got, there's a lot of thinking that's got to go on, a lot of misperceiving, a lot of making up shit. <laughs> yeah. But when all that stops and you're seemingly naked in that moment, it tells you it's always been this way. So it negates all of the sandcastles and everything like that. I'm not saying the sandcastles don't have any effect. Well, if you believe you made them, they're going to be given effect. Yeah, because we are reality. What would affect reality through dreaming? And where would that effect be produced from? It would be produced from reality. Reality would make an uncaused uh, thing have an effect yeah? by believing it's so, by having faith in it. Yeah? And I, I humbly believe a truer like categorizing this would be faith, you know? A force, just neutral, but in a world of dreaming, faith is gonna manifest in the vehicle it's put in. So if you have faith in the thought system, it's probably going to uh, produce a lot of mental anxiety out of what's gonna happen. Because you're gonna believe the thoughts about next week, and you also are gonna believe the fortune telling that has been projected about next week and you're basically all you can do there is maybe be a master of skillful means but the shit has hit the fan so to speak yes yeah yeah so we are the reality and the only thing that could quote unquote fool reality would be reality yes yeah so what is the fooling of reality dreaming and i feel we are the force of the dreaming, yeah? Like there was one, I hope I get this right, one Buddhist group that had the essence 
of mind is emptiness. The nature of it is something else. And then the third thing was its manifestation is energy. So this dreaming, yeah, is a projection that is appearing to that which projected it. Yeah. So what we are is projecting this whole event and it's appearing to that which projected the whole event. But now we're taking ourselves to be an object that was projected. We're not seeing that we're the dreaming, we're seeing the dreaming from the dreamt. And then there's the reality that that's given, yeah? So now I take this to be real, therefore I took my Uncle Fred to be really the body. When I saw the body without Uncle Fred, it was obvious that wasn't Uncle Fred, but that lesson didn't get applied to here. I kept thinking I was this, yes? So this is reality taking itself to be a body. And now taking itself to be of the body, it gives every other body being a thought or a feeling or an object, yes, time, space, it gives all of those things the meaning they have. And now those meanings are affecting us as the object of the dream, you know, the dream, yeah? That's our day. So basically, you're never getting out of, you're not like a witness of the dreaming. You're not sitting on the shore of the dreaming river you're completely submerged in it. You are the act of dreaming. Yeah. That's our manifestation. What we are is manifesting and the manifestation is dreaming. Yeah. So things that aren't so are appearing to be so and they will not appear to be so for that that long. They come and go, yes? There are so many rules and regulations on dreaming that have no application on infinity. There's a lot of rules. Everything that comes is gonna go, yeah? Everything that arises departs. This is, you can't get out of it. It's, that's the way it works, yeah? But what we are, we're not of the dreaming. In other words, we're not dreamt, yeah? We're not the dreamt, we're not of the dreaming, which is dreamt, all dreamtness. We are the dreaming. And we are that which is before the dreaming. So the dreaming would be the manifestation of the non-manifest of what we are. I hope, and it's, I don't want you to get the words. I don't get the words. I want to just get the feeling of it, yeah? So there's a feeling that there's a lot, there's a much bigger thing going on while all this shit that catches most of our attention is going on, yeah? And if you see, most of our awareness is forgotten by what we're aware of. Or, at, or what we're aware as, yeah? When we're, when we're aware as this, this gets remembered and the awareness gets underemphasized. When we're aware of things, the things get emphasized and the awareness doesn't get emphasized, yes? So most of the interest and attention is of on things, yeah? But what's bringing the whole event to about is awareness. But we, the awareness of things the awareness sort of gets diminished and the things get emphasized from the mental point of view, yeah? So self-centeredness sees a lot of, has a lot of seeing of, shit, of things, but doesn't see no thing whatsoever, yeah? Even if you sit in this space, there's a huge space here, but usually the attentiveness of the head is to see the things appearing in the space, not resting and just sensing the space. It is what they do in Zen and shit, yeah? 
or Dokchen in Tibetan Buddhism. They have you lay down and look up at an empty sky and just see, you're not seeing anything. Maybe they're not even a bird's flying by, there's no clouds. And there you are, the emptiness of actually mind, big M mind is being, this is being used as an example to intimate your own nature, completely empty. Yeah? So yeah, and then he says, how do you approach this with relaxed awareness? First, lose interest in the thing. How are you going to do that? You're not going to lose interest in the things if that's gaining interest in this thing. <laughs> There's a losing interest in this thing that gets lent to in losing interest in a lot of other things. Yeah. So there's a loss of interest in this. Now, all right, the awareness is, isn't being directed, the attention all day to support some thesis of the mental activity. Now it's released, so now you're in relaxed awareness. You're not, you're not driving by the scene of the day on the, you know, the highway of tomorrow. Your head isn't paying attention only to thoughts about this or that. It's actually paying attention to this, like the light shadow, yes, all this. Yeah. So now the awareness has been freed from the bondage of things and it's aware. Yeah, there you go, that's presence. So you're sitting there and you sense it. There's an intimation of it. It feels quite different. The no feeling of non-feeling is quite different than all the feelings that we fill ourselves up with. It's, a, it's an emptiness, but it's, if you stick with it, it's incredibly something, yeah? And then you see this whole place is completely backwards. The emptiness is everything. And all the, all the everything that's appearing is nothing. Yeah. And then you start... So now, instead of trying to break the, oh, I'm too interested in things as a thing, you see you're not the thing, and that, what, what, that loss of interest in this thing applies to a lot of other things. And now there's the awareness of, and then things are the secondary event. The primary event is awareness. Awareness of things instead of uh, aware of things. Yeah, it's now aware of things. Yeah. And after a while, all the things just trigger the, the sense of being aware. So instead of catalog, cataloging everything I saw, all the seeing intimates the seeing. Yes. Not the seer, which would be a thing, but the seeing, which would be the event. Yeah. So instead of trying to lose interest in something, you lose interest in this something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it just passes that loss of interest into other, to other things. So, and now it's just you walking around and your attention and interest is freed from things to a certain extent where it rests in no thing. So in the I am state, and it's, and it's obvious you didn't produce that and you're not there to enjoy it. You've been sent around the corner on imaginary fucking shopping lists, you know, do this, do that, like service. Do this, do that, make something up. No one's ever gonna see, it doesn't matter. Just send that thing away and then ha, 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 And then you realize, hey, I am what I've been looking for but not as that, yeah.
That was nice. I enjoyed that. And then the birds accompanying it. And then you can see, you can make up beautiful coincidences. It doesn't matter if they're true or not. It's just a nice way to live. You go, wow, that, that the satsang was happening and the pauses were based on the pause of the bird. And then the rest of it was going with the singing of the bird. Who knew that you got satsang through a bird today? And he's saying the same thing like I have for 20 years. Sings the same song. So you love to hear it, don't you? It's the same fucking song. I know this bird. I mean, I know the species. It has a, it has about 20 golden oldies and it riffs through it. And then it takes it and moves to another tree and riffs again. You hear it all the time. <laughs> we have a beautiful bird here. I think it's uh, and there's a beautiful guy coming in. It's just he looks like he's had too many drinks. Come on. He's had too many energy drinks. So, yeah, come on in. There's, you can make a little more room if you like. I know it was like uh, at a terminal illness clinic and everyone's sitting too close. <laughs> you always like a little space. <laughs> you little space. All right, well. Uh, I love when someone comes and we just finish. We'll have to, we'll get reinvigorated by nothing. Yeah. You're going to get the most you can get out of today, which is a coffee with us. That's the best. That you can get. Yeah. All right. Anyone there have any question? Um, I had seen a hand and my computer needed to restart. Um, so I don't know if it was lost because of that. It was. No, you right. Go ahead and raise your hand again if you need to. Oh. We've lost so many people today. What happened? It was very strange. You know, Mike, when we always had those little technological glitches, it happened today. I only have one password for that. I, the uh, laptop, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so then luckily I brought my iPad and then it said no. And then we got in. But you can sign on to the laptop, right? You're not locked out of your laptop. I was. I no, no. I blocked it. They wouldn't. It wouldn't accept my password. The, my original the one for the laptop. Oh shit! I didn't no, realize that. Just said no. Huh? And I know it's not wrong. I know that one. It's like I know I don't have a flaw. F L O R. I know that password. <laughs> I know I got this recently, and I gave it one password. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it, and yes, Chris did raise his hand again. Chris B. All right. All right. Hey, Paul. It's Chris. Yeah, Good to see you. Yeah, I don't speak up very often. I've been uh, I've been wearing the shoes for a while, a few years, listening to the message, and and this is more of a report back from the Eastern Sierra version of Zen Bitch Lap. Right. Um, I, a couple of years ago, I lost a child and, and uh, I came on and I talked about it a little bit. And, um, and what I communicated was the, the effectiveness of this message in that, in that difficult time. And, um, you know, I, it's been a couple of years later and I've gone through that process and I'm in a different place now that the action figure and being a dad and all that stuff. 
And, and I just wanted to report into our community here that all those things that I gained from this message back then still have buoyancy in my life today. It's the same uh, attraction that, that helped me through that time uh, that's helping me through the difficulties that I find myself in today. Um, yes. Yeah, this message, I mean, you, you're in a you're definitely an attraction for this message i mean i'm a surfer you're a surfer i'm a house painter you're a house painter um you know uh, uh but but i I'm, I'm very clear that it's the message that is the it is what needs to be celebrated here the the the, the different yeah. way to look at things that i found here uh you know what really attracted me the thing that caught me was uh the not me stuff, you know, I, I set out on this journey to see what was not me. And, um, yes. yeah, yeah, I, I, it's just, I, I'm reporting in from the field that the, the shoes still fit. And, uh, and that's the great, bro. I appreciate the, being, yeah. I appreciate being a part of this. Thank you. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, this solution isn't determined by the problem. Oh, that the solution stands on its own, yet I see it has universal application to everything because yeah. you and I give everything all the meaning it has. So if that which is giving everything all the meaning it has changes, uh, the meaning life has for you is going to change, obviously. Yeah. 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 This is how I heard a lot. And the non-duality gave me that same ears. Uh, I, I had given it my thought you know, I had earnestness and sincerity and I was willing to practice stuff and uh, go out of my way and, and entertain discomfort for long periods of time with the hopes of arriving somewhere unadorned by that which I felt was stuck to me, you know. I didn't know the whole dialogue about what was stuck and the me it was stuck on was both of what I was looking to be relieved of. I had no idea. I thought there was a me that was being bothered by this rampant me. Yeah? And if I could just corral that me and get into a way of life where something outshined that. But I realized the whole dilemma is duality. And if you are taking yourself to be the solution to the problem, uh, that's a big problem in a way, as the action figure, yes? So it took its course, and uh, I feel like it, it led to me hearing a message that was very disarming, which was non-duality. Then the same old, same old cropped up around that, and then I was introduced to another message within non-duality, which was negation, and that really was the ringer, yeah? Because I saw uh, when you notice something going on, doesn't stop it from going on. So when you notice the selfing going on, you believe because it's you doing it, it's going to stop. It's not you doing it. You're on a you're in a, a a strange land wearing a suit and a helmet, sort of like a space suit and a helmet, and it has its programming to keep that which it thinks in the side that the suit is to alive. Now, 
its opinion of what's inside the suit has gone full fucking uh, space suit and uh, helmet identification. So it's really trying to save an idea that it has of us instead of us having this idea. Yeah. And so the negation of who's, you know, who, who's asking the who am I and who's being asked about who am I, both of them are being negated. That seemed to have been the, uh, everything sort of came full circle then. And then uh, there was just a, across the board, all those like uh, graphs of levels of interest just changed. Almost as if you were in a hospital and that machine that's giving you all your vitals and then you're reading it and you're used and suddenly all the interest just started changing and I was breathing better. You know, it was like the head was like, you know, and then all the mental nurses and the mental doctors showed up to try to keep me alive. But I was loving that it was getting uh, this oxygen wasn't being readily given to that. Yes, there was a freedom from the bondage of self. So the bondage of self is a strong need to be liberated. Yeah. I've lost interest. I've been relieved of the need to be liberated. To me, that's the liberation. Yeah. It's not a conceptual idea of it. It's being liberated from the need to be anything other than what's going on. Yeah. And then when you're on this level, not trying to, you know, say you're in the stars when you're on, you know, the, I like the dog shit awareness message. Yeah, you, you can see clearly here, when you start thinking, I'm gonna look at this from the 11th dimension and you're in this three dimension, you're not in the 11th dimension. You're seeing it unclear here. Yeah, this is simple really. Are you confused? Then what is it you know that you don't wanna know? So usually there's something that it, you know but the head doesn't want to know it because it's going to disturb its little agenda or whatever. And so if you open up to that, you realize, and then you realize you're seeking to get information from other people is really a way of denying knowing it. Yeah? And then all this shit gets revealed and you see the patterns of the selfing. It has a, it has a basic routine, but it adds like a couple like, flips you know what i mean instead of like a three and a half hike and ice skating it gives a four and so you think it's a whole new move but it's the same movement just with more rotation you know what I mean? so you see it all and you see it as a primary dance and that primary dance is it comes it it it's introduced to things and then claims it. yeah it's like a, a friend of mine in recovery i really loved how he shared this thing. He grew up in a Catholic church and stuff. And he said, you know, uh, in early life, I was misintroduced to God. And then through AA, I've been reintroduced to God. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Sort of, this is what it's like. Uh, that childlike aspect didn't end when the childlike physical aspect changed. The wonder and awe is still there. Yeah, it's always available. Yeah, just this. And when you finally hit the answer, it should provoke a lot of uh, losing interest in 
any new answers. <laughs> really, I think the last answer uh, takes away the need for any other answers concerning that topic, which is what better answer can you get than that? Yeah. So you're now done with the, uh, the doing, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And now you have the joy of looking forward to a latte. And, uh, and, and hanging out with your friends. I don't see this as a great moving towards the ultimate transformation. No, it's just hanging out. And because what's going on is always gonna be going on. It just is. I don't see how it's gonna be more is or less is. <laughs> when, this go when this game is called, the same field is there, yeah? The game's just gonna get called. Yeah, <laughs> the same field, all the, everything, it, that whole made up shit rested on is still available, always available, but just unadorned and really the emphasis will change. You'll stop being so engaged in things and you'll be more engaged, not, there's not a you, but there'll be a attention in the awareness of things instead of the things you're aware of. And then you'll see the uniqueness of it. All there is is awareness. You come to that, you really pump a lot of flesh and blood into that statement by your own observation. You see thousands of things come and go that capture sort of our attention. Yeah, but the only thing that gets captured is the same attention. Different lures and baits and everything, but the, the attention, the same fish, it's always yeah. Yeah. So we're all interested in all this stuff, but we're not seeing yeah. what's where the audience and it's the head is trying to manufacture consent. It's trying to convince us of something that on some levels, like the Course of Miracles says is unconvincible. <laughs> I mean, it can, it's impossible that anything that's said here is going to get through to what you are. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're the character of the play, while actually being the audience, yeah, and you vote as the audience, as the character, you're going to vote yes to the movie, obviously, yes, because you're in it. If you lose interest in that character, you're going to see the movie from the audience, and you may say, you know, eh, you know, you ever see Rotten Tomatoes, that thing? Rotten Tomatoes, it's a site. It's very bogus in some respects because I'm, I, they must have paid critics. They're all saying 94, 96. And then you go to the audience, it's 43. And then if you watch it, it's 43. <laughs> and you realize, I'm not, but the experts are the critics. But I saw a movie, they had it 90 something. It's oh, unbelievable. I said, and, but it had said like 52 audience, much closer. I would have put it less. But you're going, wait a minute, I'm not listening to the critics anymore. I'm going to go with the audience. And I'll tell you that I pick better movies. Yeah, simple things like that. It's just change of emphasis. They're both on the same page. There's critic, audience. I was leaning to the critics because the audience are fucking insane. But they're, <laughs> concerning this movie, they're much more on it than the fucking critics. So, okay, now my emphasis is going this way. Yeah. What's going to feed you? That, that pipe of awareness is going to take what it's aware of. In, yeah. 
if it's constantly just put into the slavery of being awareness of, of things all day, aware of things, thoughts, which are things, yeah, feelings, which are things, all these things in, in manifestation, obviously it's gonna quite, it's, it'll be quite easy to fall into the habit of calling itself a thing, obviously, yeah. So now we wanna see everything as no thing, but see, but constantly seeing it from a something. It doesn't work. It does not work. You can convince that there are no things, but you'll still be a thing, seemingly. It doesn't work. It's time to put it down. Yeah. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of if you don't go on that next retreat, except for the one in Sicily? Then you should be afraid of that. What are you afraid of? Really? And who is it that's afraid of? Yeah. I'm afraid if I don't keep doing what? Something else. What's that but playing God? Yeah. And what are you doing? You get to the most ironic situation is playing God with God. <laughs> You're thinking, for me to meet God, I haven't asked God any, what do I have to do to meet him? It's okay, candles, nice lighting, sit like that. Sure sounds like something's playing God around God, doesn't it? I don't see any, God isn't setting up any requirements before you know me, which is always available all the time. You, no, I hear it from here. I don't hear it from here. Do you? No. See? So yes, who any anyone have a question? Go ahead, Mike. Anyone? Uh, no hands are up. And you know what uh, Chris said from Mammoth Lakes? In time, I'm a past tense. I'm not surfing anymore right now, so I had to give up my identification as a surfer. Now I just wear surfing shirts. <laughs> and I had the terrible skin. <laughs> but here I don't mind being something and not being something while always being nothing. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. I've lost things I've loved. I had this doctor once I got, remember I had my head against, I was in Cronkite, hit my head and I went, they thought my, I broke my neck, you know, and then when they put me into the, uh, the thing, there was blood in my spinal cord, a drop of blood. And so the doctor, I was laying down, came in and says, listen, uh, you uh, can't surf anymore. If you hit your head again, it's going to be the end of you. So I sat and laid there. I said, well, I've given up other things I've loved. It's okay. <laughs> what are you going to do? Life says no more, like the you know, soup Nazi. No more for you. You move on to the next display. Get some, get a crochet, a croissant or something. You're not getting any more soup. <laughs> I found that I found a shirt yesterday, but it was too small. The soup Nazi. Saying no soup for you from the Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. I was going to get it just for this one, just for the one meeting wearing the suit Nazi. It's great. Uh, 
<laughs> See, people come to this place and, and everyone thinks the soup is the greatest soup. Now they're not thinking of anything else. So this guy has a huge amount of power. If he doesn't like how you presented yourself to, at the thing, he goes, no soup for you. <laughs> and now they're crushed, you know, because they're relying on the soup to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is beautiful. You don't rely on anything. You get the greatest security is in uncertainty. I don't know. That's your insurance policy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I may have to move into the sun. I'm getting cold here. Yes. Can you throw me my robe, man? My robe. <laughs> my robe and my blessed sandals. <laughs> This is what I was wearing when I, I attained enlightenment. My sandals. Well, I'll show up with one. <laughs> I was at TJ Maxx's. <laughs> so after the sandals, I bought a sweatshirt just in case. It can be cold in enlightenment. You've got to dress well. All right. Anyone? Any questions there? Still no ends. Oh, great, great. Well, I guess what time is it now? Have I uh, fulfilled my commitment for an hour? Not quite. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'll have to do some uh, long, long hellos, long goodbyes. So let me see if I can see everybody here. We'll say goodbye. Hey, Tom, New Mexico, nice to see you. Enjoying the aloneness. Very good. Vlad, come up here, Vlad. I'm going to be running into my friend Vlad in Sicily. Looking forward to it. Yeah, very good. With Roman and all the other characters. Uh, I gotta be able to see you. Uh, we got Kerry. Kerry has left the uh, couch. That's good. <laughs> we got, uh, I can't see, uh, Chris H. Anyone have glasses? That worked a little slow. This is very small compared to the other one. Marty, nice to see you. I not see you actually. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> now I know. Now I know why things are the way they are. All right, this is better. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I feel like I'm wearing those snow, you know, the, the goggles. goggles when you're a kid. I can't see shit. <laughs> Akala, Akala, nice to meet you. I think you're new, hey? Oh, hey. <laughs> Pleasure. We don't usually look this way, but <laughs> I can't see. Gene Tucker. Nice to see you, Gene. Chris H. There he is. I see him. Kathleen, Zoe, we got Greg with another character. Oh, the Brian. Nice to see Brian, you. Brian, yeah. Hey, Paul. Thank you. Very good. Yes. Yeah. You're never going to forget this. We should. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get a picture. No, no. It's going to be. Oh, a <laughs>
We're facing it immediately. Shannon Kirk-Corkery. I'm only doing this so I can get us a vision of you. Norman, nice to see you, Norman. Chris B, he's left the chair. Chris B in Boston. Uh-oh, close. No, I'm losing back. Mike Z. Nice to see you. Tariq from Dover. Nice to see you, Tariq. Giselle. I'm going to be meeting Giselle also. John from Florida. We got Miranda. Nice to see you, honey. Jonathan. Yeah, remember, Jonathan. Just admit you can't take yourself so serious, too seriously. Admit you can't do it. Yeah? Because yeah. that, if, you, if Jonathan tries to lose interest in Jonathan, it's more interest in Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. We got John K. Nice to see you, John. Thank you for all the support. Uh, let me see. We got Christine and Kona. She's sticking with us. Beautiful. Thank you. We got Nanette. Oh, she's got the candle on. We got Miss Amelia. I know where she is. She's in the backyard. Uh, Mike M. Donovan. Nice to see Donovan. Mia down under. Mike Savini. Uh, Banu, I miss, I can't, I think it's Banu, B-O-N-U. Nice to see you. I can't see any pictures. Uh, here we go. Kathy in Hawaii. Nice to see you, Kathy. Did I ever meet you, Kathy? Well, she disappeared. We got Susan K, my latte lady, Grateful Dave, uh, Mahavir. If I missed you, which I think I have, some of you, they, uh, I really appreciate everyone holding the space here. Someday I hope to meet you live. Uh, you don't know what you're missing, really. I think the live is. Why do you say yes? Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. We're around. Oh, I saw someone, someone else here. David and... Uh, South Carolina. Nice to see you, David. Uh, I think I got it. Oh, no. Here's, it's Elon. Elon? Nice to see you there. The, the lettering is... <laughs> but I refuse to do this. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll see you. I'll see everybody. Have a very nice day. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.